We have the famous story of Yaakov in combat, in struggle against the Malach of Esav. And we know the Pasuk says that although the Malach of Esav tries to attack Yaakov, tries to overcome him, he's unable to do that. And in the end, the Malach concedes defeat. And the Pasuk says, he says to Yaakov, Shalchem, you send me, let me go. What's special about the fact that it's daytime, So the Gemara says that the Malach said to Yaakov, and he said, this morning was my first opportunity to sing Shira. From the day that the world was created until today, I never yet had a chance to sing Shira. And we meant to understand that that's not by chance. It's not coincidental that exactly the day after Yaakov's epic fight with the Malach was the day that the Malach had the opportunity to sing Shira. We need to understand that there's a certain connection here between Yaakov's fight with the Malach and the fact that the Malach was meant to sing Shira. Let's look at a second point also. Yaakov says, I'm not going to send you Kim Barachtani. I'm not going to send you unless you give me a bracha. Why does Yaakov want a, mal- a bracha from the Malach of Ra, from the Sultan? And what's the bracha that the Sultan gives him? It's not really a bracha. It's a revelation of what's going to happen in the future. That your name is Yaakov. In the future, Hashem is going to change your name to Israel. And what's the reason for that? Kisarisa. What does the word Kisarisa mean? It's often translated as you've fought against or you've struggled against. But it's not an accurate translation of the word. The word comes from the word Sire, which is a noble, a minister, a leader. And therefore Kisarisa means you became a leader. You became a sar. You became ennobled. With Elohim, with the Malach. What does it mean? So let me share with you an amazing yusayid from the Derech Hashem. It's an eye-opener. The Derech Hashem says that before Adam Arishan was Nikshal Bechet, before Adam Arishan sent, he was a creation which was completely good. He was created exactly the way Hashem wanted him to be. And he was in the state that is that of just type. It's true at Bechira. There was nothing bad about Adam Arishan. And it was only after the Chait, when Adam did wrong, then the Ra, the intrinsic evil, became a part of Adam Arishan. And therefore the Chal explains that before the Chait, Adam Arishan could have reached Olam in the state that he was. His body was perfect, his Neshama was pure. And he could have grown and achieved 
meriting the world of reward. And it was only after the Chet that they became within Adam an element of Ra, an element of bad, an element of bad. Then it was no longer possible for Adam to reach the ultimate good in the state that he was, and therefore it was necessary that Adam should die and be recreated at Chiyas because in the state that he is right now, there's that element of Ra which can't deserve the ultimate reward. That we know. But the Ramchal and Darach Hashem continues, and he says the same goes for the world. When Hashem originally created the world, then the world was a place of perfection. The world was perfect. The world was beautiful. The world was pure. And says the Ramchal, it was only after the hate of Adam Arishim that the world became bad. And now this is an idea which needs some explanation. We can understand that Adam, prior to the hate, was in a state of human greatness, of purity. But how do we explain it about the world? The world contained the Eitzadas. So the potential for bad was already there. So what does it mean the world was also completely good before the Chet? And to understand this, let's explain another point. The rule is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not create bad. Hashem only creates good. What's bad doesn't come from Hashem. And if that's the case, we need to understand how does Hashem create the Satan? Isn't the Satan something which is bad? And yet he's also a creation of Hashem. So how do we reconcile that Hashem only creates good, but at the same time Hashem is a creator of the Satan? And there's an answer here which is something we need to understand. Something extremely deep. And that is, when Hashem originally created the Satan, the Satan wasn't bad. The Satan was created with a job to do. With a very important job to do. And that is, in order for man to achieve greatness, he needs to overcome opposition. And therefore, to be challenged and to be successful in passing the challenge is the stepping stone for greatness. And therefore, if the Satan is the being that challenges a person, then really the Satan is the catalyst for that person to become great. And if a person would overcome the Satan and achieve that greatness, then the Satan played a very important role. He was the means that made the person great. He was the tool which enabled the person to reach his mailer. And when the Satan does that, then the Satan is not bad. 
then the satan is very good. In fact, it's a chazal. On the pasuk we mentioned previously, Hashem looks at the whole world that He made, the entire universe. He sees it as being very good. On that chazal in the midrash, toiv ma'od the malachamavis. Very good includes the malachamavis. The potential, so to speak, that there is by overcoming the koyach of ra is something which is very good. It's something which can develop a person like nothing else. And therefore, were a person to be misgaber, were a person to overcome his nisyanis, then he would see the satan as, so to speak, his ally. Not his ally in the sense that he, he's his friend, but his ally in the sense that he provided him with the ability to achieve what he achieved. And then the satan is good. What makes the satan bad? What makes the satan bad is when the person falls for him. Because now by falling for the satan, so to speak, wiles or seduction, and now the person disobeys Hashem, so at that stage, the person has become bad. He's acted against Hashem. And if that's the case, then because this, as a result of him, a person has become bad, the satan is bad too. He was now the stumbling block which caused the person to falter. He was now the trap which caused the person to get ensnared. So the person becomes bad and then the satan becomes bad as well. And that's how we see that when Hashem creates the world, He only creates tithe. And when he sees a satan, he can say, Tov ma'od. It's something which is very good. Whereas at the end of the same parasha, parasha Spiracious, Hashem refers to the same satan. And he says, it's rak rak alayam. It's just bad. That's the person's doing. The person makes himself bad, and the person makes the satan bad too. Because when he does wrong, so now the satan becomes the source of the wrongdoing. This is a similar point. And he says the satan is a malach who has a duty to fulfill. And if the satan could have a tefillah, his tefillah would be that people overcome him. He's there to provide that challenge. He's there to provide that stepping stone for growth if a person takes a step. But if not, then it becomes the obstacle which people fall over. And that's what brings them down. This idea that there isn't Ra that Hashem creates. It's people that create Ra. It's people that create, make it into being something bad by becoming bad themselves. But even then, 
the person who is Ra provides the challenge for a tzaddik to become greater and in that way he, just like we said the satan originally was created to enable a person to achieve more a rasha fills the same function he chose to be a rasha but now Hashem can utilize that rasha in the Bria for a positive purpose is that he is, can now be used to provide the challenge for a tzaddik. By being the opposition, by being the enemy. So that now becomes the challenge for the tzaddik. And when the tzaddik is successful in overcoming him, then that turns the Russia, at least as far as the Bria goes, into something which is something positive. Because the tzaddik only became as great as he did because of the opposition of the Russia. That doesn't justify the Ra. What the Russia did wrong, he'll still be punished for. But in, in Hashem's world, where everything plays a part, everything in Hashem's world was made lemaneu. It was used in some way to bring Kedosh Hashem. The Russia too. Not because he chose that, and he's responsible for his choices, but because then the Russia can get used to provide, so to speak, the backdrop to paint the stage for the Tzadik to become greater. Avram only became Avram because he opposed the whole world. Whether it was Nimrod, whether it was the generation who built the Tower of Babel, but that provided the challenge which made Avram Avram. Yaakov only became Yaakov because Lovan was Lovan. And in the struggle against Lovan, that's what there that's where Yaakov gained his level. We'll see that in this week's partial too. Yaakov sends a message to Asaf. So it says Yaakov in Lovan Garti. I lived with Lovan Vaikharadata. And I've been there, I've been delayed until now. And I have a cow, a donkey, sheep, a servant and a maidservant. And I sent it to tell you. What's he trying to say? Would it interest Esau to know that Yaakov is a man of animals? And there's a second interesting point. Every time it talks about Yaakov's wealth, both in last week's parasha, Yetzir, and also later on when he sends his gift to Esau, that's not the animals it brings. There it talks about Yaakov became wealthy, and he had cattle, and camels, and servants and maidservants. Why here in the Pasuk, when Yaakov is describing what is amassed, his fortune to Aesop, doesn't he mention the camels? When part of the gift he sends Aesop is camels. And that's why Chazal learned in this Pasuk that he's not talking about the animals that he has. 
within, so to speak, Yaakov's conciliatory message to Esav, there was also a veiled threat. And Yaakov was telling Esav what he achieved by Lovon's house. And he said, Vahili shar v'chamor. Shar is a reference to Yosef. Yosef is called Bukhar Shairai, his firstborn Shar. And Yosef, as we know, is the Kach which is going to bring down Esav. The Pasuk says that the house of Esav will be straw, and the house of Yosef will be the flame which will consume them. So Yaakov is telling Yosef, I have a Shar. I have Yosef. Not only that, I have a Chamar. And what's the significance of the donkey? That's an allusion to Mashiach, says the Midrash. He's an Oni Vareich Vareichamar. And he will be the one to complete the campaign against Esau, against Adam. He'll be the one to witness the final destruction of Adam. And not only that, Yaakov says, I have son, I have sheep. That's a reference to the multitudes of the Jewish people. That the Navi says about them, in the dark before Mashiach, I will multiply people like sheep. Like the sheep which used to flock to Yishalayim before the festivals. Same thing, Hashem will increase the flocks, so to speak, of the Jews. So that's something else Yaakov had. The Eved is a reference to Moshe, who was called Avdi. Moshe is my servant. The Schus of the Torah, which we got through Moshe Rabbeinu. Is also uh, the Kayach we have to fight Esav. And lastly, the Shivcha, which refers to Rus, who called herself Shivchasra, your maidservant. Gerim. Besides that Yaakov's gained with, in his own nation, will be able to take Gerim from other nations too. And what's Yaakov trying to say with all of this? He's saying to Esav, you should know. You remember me as the Yaakov that left home 20-something years ago. You should know. Being in Laban's house has made me great. Contending with Laban. Overcoming Laban. That's where I developed a new level of greatness. That's why I was zeichet to the Shor and the Chamar. And the Tzoyin and the Ebed and the Shefcha. That's why I was zeichet to Yosef. And to Mashiach. And to Klal Yisrael. And to the Torah. And so on. And it's the same you said. The Ra can be used to provide the catalyst for the time to get better. The Satan can be used to provide the challenge for the Tariq to become a Tariq. And when the Satan comes to Engage in combat with Yaakov Avinu. So Yaakov's fight against the Satan makes Yaakov greater. But it's more than that. This is the beauty in staring Chazal said. You saw, the Satan says to Yaakov, let me go. The morning has come and I've never yet had the chance to sing Shira. 
obviously it's meaningful. And what's the meaning? The Pasuk says, Tzadik Hashem, Something which is bad cannot exist in the presence of Hashem. The Gemara says, someone who speaks falsehood or someone who speaks Lashon Hara is not allowed into the presence of Hashem. Someone who is called bad can't exist, so to speak, in front of Hashem. And the Sultan says to Yaakov, he says, you should know, from the day that the world was created, from the very first time I challenged somebody, which is a lot of Marishan, and he failed, the Satan has been Ra. The Satan has been bad. He's caused people to become Rashaim. He's caused people to disobey Hashem. And since he's the cause of that, he's called Ra as well. He caused all that Ra. And therefore, as something which is Ra, he's not allowed to praise Hashem. But the Zatan says to Yaakov, this is the first time they have engaged in an all-out struggle against the person and the person succeeded. And the person succeeded. And if that's the case, in this situation, I've done my job of making a person greater. And therefore, in this situation, I'm toiv. I'm something which is good. I wasn't something bad. I was good. Because of me, you became greater. And therefore, the first is the first time I can sing Shira. As something which is good, I'm allowed to praise Hashem. And Yaakov says to him, if that's the case, that now you consider it a good malach, then give me a bracha. And the Satan's answer to Yaakov, not to give him a bracha, but he gave him a prediction of what Yaakov was going to gain because of the Satan. And he says to him, he says, Kisarisa, because you became ennobled. You became a sire. You became great by fighting with Elohim, by overcoming the Satan, the Malach. And this is said that a person becomes greater by overcoming the Satan, but that that's what makes the Satan something good. We've seen another case also. The Gemara says that the Gematria of the word has Satan, this Satan, is 364. And the Gemara says that 364 days a year where the Satan is Makatrik, comes to accuse the Jewish people. To demand punishment. Yamam Yutsaru, but Beloy Echad Mehem, Hashem is one day. That's Yom Kippur. And the Pirkid Rabbiyazah says in Yom Kippur, the Sultan comes to praise the Jewish people. Why would he change? Why would the accuser become our defendant? I saw it's brought down the same Yusad. When Klai Yisrael do Ra, then the Satan becomes an accuser. He becomes something bad. Bad in the sense that he made us bad, and therefore he becomes the source of that evil, and therefore he looks to punish us. There's a deeper depth here. 
HaKadosh Baruch doesn't sustain Ra. HaKadosh Baruch sustains the whole Bria, but he won't give spiritual nourishment to something which is bad. And therefore, if the Satan is bad, the only way he can get nourished is by taking away from what we have. And therefore, he has to accuse us. He has to denounce us, and then what's taken away from us is a punishment he can live off. That's the whole year. But if the Satan is good, he's fulfilling the job Hashem intended him to do, and now he's becoming something good, then he can get sustained. When Yom Kippur comes, and Klai will do a proper tshuva, so the Gemara says, Averis Naisukus Averis can turn into a source of merit. And if that's the case, it doesn't just reverse the din of Klai Yisrael, that the Averis become a source of merit, it reverses the status of the Satan. If now that is turned into merits, then it comes out that the Satan did something good. And if that's the case, it doesn't need to denounce us. He becomes a Malach who can, instead of that, extol our praises. This was the struggle between Yaakov and the Satan. And this is why Yaakov deserved to be elevated to a high level. This Malach tells him, now your name is going to be called Israel. Kisarisa. Struggling and overcoming the Satan is what made you great. I'm going to finish with a magnificent gematria. The gematria of Yaakov is 182. The gematria of Satan is 359. If you put the two together, 182 and 359, you'll get gematria of 541, which is the exact gematria of the name Yisrael. Yaakov, Plus the Satan that he overcame made him into Israel. That's when he achieved his godless. And that we all have within us. With the Bnei Yisrael. Yes, the Satan's there. But he's there to provide us with the catalyst to become greater. If he becomes a Malach Ra, it's only because we fell for him. And then he became the source of our becoming Ra. But if we're going to utilize him as our opportunity to become greater, then really he's a malach who's doing Hashem's rotten in helping people by challenging them, by providing the framework for them to become great. And then we too, Zaycha, to the title of Israel. Kisarisa. We became ennobled. We became greater by our, by our achievements.